Hey guys, welcome to The Wise Millennial. This is your favorite millennial. I'm your host, Hannah. This is the podcast where we talk about mental health, wholeness, and general self-improvement. If you're interested in more of my content, you can find me on Instagram at TheRealWiseMillennial. It's where I post quotes for my podcast and I respond to all comments, questions, and messages. It's the best way to interact with me. I really want to hear from you guys. So, continuing our series on self-care, I wanted to talk about building self-esteem. So, weirdly, this topic... um, not trying to brag here or anything, but I've gotten asked about this topic a lot and genuinely it kind of confuses me um, because I don't really view myself as like an overtly confident person. Like I feel like I'm confident, um, but it's, it it is still surprising to me that other people see that in a weird, I don't know if that is weird, but yeah, I get asked about it. And, um, and honestly, like I've, I've come a really long way in my life and I just, I, so I wanted to talk about it because I feel like self, you know, self-care, um, a lot of times you're not going to take care of yourself if you don't think you're worth taking care of. So that's why I think that it's important to talk about it within this realm of things. And so to be honest, I don't wake up with confidence. Like I'm not just rising in the morning and beaming uh, most days. And it, But it's something that I actively choose to give myself as a gift. Like... Look, there's well, maybe that maybe I can explain it this way. There's sort of two different sides to this. One, it is something that I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I'm self-confident. It's definitely gotten better over the years for sure. But on the other end, it's like it is something that I continually feed in my life. Like I continue to have positive thoughts towards myself, to take care of myself. Um, that is is what I choose to put my energy into as opposed to like self-hate and all of those other things. So I want to talk to you guys about that. So how I build self-esteem look, where you look and who's telling you who you are and what you should be is probably what you're going to listen to. Like what you behold is what you become. So if your idols are movie stars and and, I don't know, rock stars and musicians and and actors and all that kind of stuff, their behavior, that's probably what you're going to start exemplifying. Um, where you spend your time is what you're going to adore. Like, are you spending a lot of your brain power, like, thinking about your money, thinking about your education, like, thinking about your friend? Like, look, those are great things to think about to a healthy degree, but if you're thinking about it, like take your money for example. If you're thinking about your money in the sense of I need to have money because otherwise I'm not going to be okay, people aren't going to like me, I'm going to be a failure, all those things, your self-worth is wrapped up in your finances and that's not good. That's not healthy. It's good to have a healthy mentality towards money, of course, but not getting your identity from it, not getting your self-esteem from it. So self-esteem, the literal definition of it is a self-evaluation of your worth. Like, you get that? Like, it is, it is, beauty is in the eye of the, the beholder. No one else is, is telling you what your self-esteem is. It is completely 100% from your, from within, on your own. So that means you are in total control. If you think you're confident, you're going to be confident. But if you, no matter who you are, I don't care if you're uh, Carl, 
with Carly, uh, Kylie Kardashian. Like if you don't think you're confident, you're not going to be confident. So if you live by the praise of man, like you are going to die by their criticisms. If you lean on other people to tell you who you are, that is shifty sand, man. I don't recommend it. It's also kind of like, it's also kind of like a firework. Like it's going to go off, it's going to blow up, and then it's going to fizzle out really quickly. Like in the past, before when I had really weak self-confidence, I would have people tell me I was pretty. Like like my friends, my family, I even had, you know, strangers, uh, like I'm at the checkout stand, someone's like, oh, you're really pretty. Um, and I'd be like, thank you. And I'd feel good for, for five seconds. And the next time I would look in a mirror, I would just be like, oh, I hate this and I hate that about myself. And it's just, look, and even in the social media era, it's like we have all the likes and the comments and all that kind of stuff. And it feels great. And it's a game. And look, I get it. I've gotten wrapped up in it. But think of it like gambling. Like, think of having other people be the root of your self-esteem. It is not a good bet. Look, and if I'm going to take a risk, I want it to be a smart risk. So this next part, look, for some of you, this this might be something that you brush off. But I, I really think there there's somebody out there specifically who needs to hear the next thing that I'm going to say. Um, and it, it really could be a revelation for you. Um, but I'll say this much. When I was a teenager, I had extreme, extreme self-hate to the point where I wanted everything to end. And I was just, my life was just in shambles and brokenness and in darkness. And the thing is, as passionate as I am about counseling and community and positive self-talk and all of that kind of stuff, I understand that when you get to a certain place, like there's, there's not really much other people can say. There's so many lies swirling around and the only way to get out of that is to actually have truth come in and replace the lies. And for me, like the only thing that got me out of that place of self-hate was having encounters with God, was having encounters with Jesus, where Truly, in my place of brokenness, in my place of pain, he came and he took those things. Guys, I'm telling you, I was extremely depressed. And he told me, I belong to a family. That he would never leave me. That I would never be alone. He took my brokenness and completely filled it with love. He told me that I was worthy of love. That I actually had redeeming qualities that he made me and he didn't make mistakes and that my sin he could cover my sin and that my flaws like were actually something that he could make beautiful he loved me with a pure love an unconditional love he saw every dark spot in my heart and he told me I wasn't too ugly he wasn't afraid of me he wasn't afraid of my ugliness of my brokenness and I guys the biggest Thing you can do for yourself is actually choose to believe Jesus choose to believe the things that he says about you because whatever happens in my life those are the things I look back on that's my history that's my foundation for me there has been nothing nothing 
in my life that has been more satisfying and more life-changing than those encounters with God. Like, and I, I'm telling you guys, it has been a 180 change. My life is not the same. It has rooted me in a place in my life where, like, look, if something happens, I, you know, I get stressed out. Like, I get, you know, I get frustrated and that's that's just being human. But now being rooted in Christ, like it's it's not the same kind of stress out. It's like, man, this situation doesn't stink. It doesn't work out how I thought it should. Like I'm disappointed, but I know that life goes on. My world isn't falling apart. I know that something better is around the corner. I'm rooted in hope and I am rooted in joy. And that's something that is like an internal rock that cannot be shaken. And I just, I had to come to a place where I was just like, I can't do this. You know, I can't do my life on my own. And that's really where the root of my self-esteem comes from because it's it's less my self-evaluation and more his definition of my eva- evaluation. Because if I was doing it just on my own, I would say, wow, I'm I'm behind. I haven't finished college yet. I'm still making this much money and I you know, my friends don't look like what I want it to look like and my finances don't, like, I would be throwing myself a pity party every day. But when I actually look at what Christ says about me, he says, I'm an overcomer. I'm redeemed. I should be overflowing with joy and hope. He saved me. I have treasure stored up in heaven. Like, there's so many promises that have been set out before me. And I choose to believe, actually pull that reality into my reality because it's not his job to come into my life, be like, oh, okay, here, here, I'll, I'll change this and that. But it's actually my job to say, what do you say about who I am? What do you say about my life? And get my mind to, to be redeemed in Christ, to renew my thoughts, not the other way around. And that has been the most life-changing thing. I don't know how to put it in any, any other kind of way. The way we just, the way in the natural, like, the way the world determines the price of something is by how much somebody is willing to pay for it. And guys, look, somebody paid the ultimate price for you. So what does that mean? What does that say about how much you are worth? Guys, I really encourage you, if you've never seen The Passion of the Christ, go on YouTube. Don't even watch the whole thing. It's in another language. I do get, it's kind of a an intense thing to get through, but I encourage you, Go watch the crucifixion scene. It is, I, I, <laughs> I'm a sensitive person. It's like, even if you take the Jesus part out of it, even if it was just a man, every time it brings me to tears because it's so intense. But think Jesus didn't have to go through that for you. He could have walked away. He thought about it. He was like, oh, this is going to be really tough. And I'm not even trying to make light of it. It's just, it's so, the fact that he would, sometimes I don't even want to run to the grocery store for my husband. You know, the person I've dedicated my life to. And the fact that Jesus, it it says that we were the joy set before him. He did it nothing short of just wanting to be close to you. That was his reward. We were his reward. You were his reward. You specifically. Him wanting to be close to you. Because he, he knew that without, apart from him, you could never live a life fully, fully 
thriving and embracing and who you are supposed to be. That was the greatest gift he has given to you. And he did that all because he loves you. He, guys, I cannot express enough. My life, I was in pure darkness. And he pulled me straight from the darkness into the light. Now look, this this probably wasn't the podcast you were expecting today. Uh, I don't normally go this deep or or touch on this side of things, but I am a Christian. I It is a huge part of my life, and honestly, I want to get this message out because it's so incredibly important. Um, and look, this podcast, you guys come here, you come here for truth, and you come here for practical. And I can't think of anything more honest or more truthful than when it comes to how you think about yourself and in regards to how Jesus thinks about you. And if you get this, it will, I promise, it will affect every other area of your life for the better. You will never be the same and you will never forget. Like everything else will feel dull in comparison. I promise whatever you're using, whatever is giving you your self-esteem, Jesus, the love that he gives, like how I feel about myself now is a million times better. A gajillion trillion, like is, is leaps and bounds worlds apart better than whatever you're using to fill your self-esteem right now. Like, trust me, I have used pretty much everything less than drugs to, to fill my self-esteem. Anything else you can think of, I've probably done it. And all of those things, they all just left me broken. But Jesus, does he never leaves me broken. I am always better when I lean into him. And honestly, it's just on me because like, I'm like, I need to lean into him more. Because I can't go off of yesterday. I need to keep building history. And so, look, everyone, all of us, we're just looking to feel whole. We're, we're going around this life hoping to feel something, to feel alive, and this is it. Look, I understand maybe you're skeptical. Maybe you've been hurt by the church. Maybe, maybe you feel like God has hurt you, and I encourage you, if this has been the case, if you are in a place where you're desperate for something, you're in, you're in the place where I was, where it's like, if something does not give, I can't do this anymore. If you're in that place, I encourage you, what have you got to lose? What have you got to lose trying this thing? And if you say, look, there's hypocrisy, there's all these things. The number one sin in the Bible was don't use God's name in vain. That's not saying, oh my God, and, and Jesus Christ, when you stub your toe. it's He's not talking about that. He's talking about don't carry my name, but do evil. And so I encourage you, God, God doesn't like hypocrites either. He hates that. He hates when people carry his name and do things that are completely against his heart. So I encourage you, if, if, if the thing that is holding you back from God is because you've seen people do things that, don't, that you don't approve of, I encourage you, don't let other people's sin keep you from this. Don't let other people's wrongdoing keep you from the best thing that could change your life. So... That's all I got for you guys. Um, Probably in the next podcast, I'll talk about self-esteem from another angle. Maybe a little more fluffy. um, Maybe a little more uh, just 
passive ways to sort of build self-esteem, like writing a note on your mirror. It's great. Um, but I wanted to start with, this is the meat. This is the big thing. This is the real thing. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, this has been The Wise Millennial. Uh, don't forget, if you liked this episode or if you know anyone who needs to hear this, uh, please share it with your friends. That helps me out a ton. Um, and we are actually, we're really growing. We are like on that track. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Please, I would love to connect with you guys. If you guys ever want to talk, please just send me a message um, and let me know that you uh, heard about me on my podcast and you can find me at the real wise millennial all one word um, if you guys have any questions that is the best way to do it so I love you guys I hope you have a great rest of your day bye